You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily presented, as always, by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Thursday. We got a ton to get to in this show. About 20 minutes from now, Ed Fang of the Power Rank will join us. His projections, his thoughts on Super Bowl 56. And right now, one of our favorites, Joe Gallant, sports betting analyst with FTN Bets, host of Touchdown Town and Dog Day Afternoon on the FTN Network. He's joining us on the Roman Guest Line. Gilles, welcome back. We, um, we've had a ton of fun this season, obviously, and now we get to, to cap it off with a Super Bowl discussion here. Gilles, before we get to props and touchdowns and all that, what's your feeling on this game? You know, we've all had two weeks to think about this. Bengals, Rams, is this a Rams game, or do you see that Bengals side as enticing? Yeah, Joe, I think uh, that's the issue with the two weeks between the conference championships and the Super Bowl is I feel like you could talk yourself into a lot of different outcomes just uh, over the course of time. Uh, For me, I like the Rams to win the game. I don't love them to cover the spread. Um, I think right now my favorite bet for this game, if I'm betting a side, is actually Rams minus three first half, Uh, mainly because if you just look at the playoff track record so far, they've led by double digits in two of the three playoff games at halftime. And I think there's going to be a little bit of a home crowd atmosphere that could maybe give them a little early push. Um, and the Bengals offense, they've started slow, like over the last two playoff games versus the Titans and the Chiefs, like 19 points total in those two first halves. And we saw a little bit of a Rams second half implosion uh, in a couple of these playoff games, especially against the Bucks. Uh, and they, um, I don't want to say they almost blew it against the Niners, but you know, if Jakarski Tart catches that interception in the fourth quarter, we might be having a different conversation right now. And then of course uh, in week 18, they blew it against the 49ers week 17. They almost lost to the Ravens like uh, with Tyler Huntley. So I just could see, I think for this game, a 17, seven lead at halftime. I think I'm going to trust the minus uh, three first half than taking the full game spread when you got a quarterback like Joe Burrow on the other side. It's got to be amusing to you as a guy that grinds with these various prop bets, mostly in the touchdown market. And we'll get to some of your favorite plays Mm -hmm. here coming up. Uh, Just people that have not bet on these props all year. And now that's their expertise. Now now they're grinding out all these hundreds and hundreds of prop bets. Uh, Tell us about the touchdown market since uh, we've had you on throughout the season. That's uh, where much of your focus is. First touchdown, just to score a touchdown, last touchdown, all that. Anything interesting uh, about these last couple weeks um, that you find notable? Yeah, I think for me uh, so far through the playoffs is the fact that we haven't seen Odell Beckham's odds uh, drop below, you know, minus 120 so far. He's still been around the plus 150, plus 160 range throughout these entire playoffs, uh, even though he is getting a ton of work in this offense so far. Um 
The one thing as well, we're not really seeing uh, in the playoffs, we're not really seeing a lot of quarterbacks score touchdowns as well. I, I mean, we did have Mahomes uh, do that against the Bills, but that's probably been the only quarterback touchdown that we've seen outside of like Stafford pulling those off. But that, that was just so fluky to me because he hadn't scored a touchdown in like five years going into those playoff games. So during the season, we were able to kind of take advantage of a lot of quarterback touchdown props and it's just not been the case so far uh, in these playoffs. Now, I will say that I'm hoping to buck that trend and I'll be able to tell you a little bit more about it here when I'm going to be betting on a quarterback to likely score a touchdown in this game. All right, and before we get to that, something we were discussing on the show, could you see either defense scoring a touchdown? Because those are always fun to bet on. Absolutely. I think, well, I mean, Stafford, for one, like led the league in pick sixes, so automatically that makes you think, okay, Cincinnati could be in line for this. Matthew Stafford to throw an interception, for example, is one of my favorite prop bets in this game. I generally don't like to bet on juice props around the minus 130, minus 140 range, but this to me just lines up perfectly for him to throw a pick because, I mean, he led the league in interceptions during the season. Uh, he only threw one pick uh, in the postseason, but I think it was just more circumstance. Like he threw it on the first drive against the Niners in the NFC Championship game. So I think a defensive touchdown is very well in play from a Bengals standpoint. I'm not sure if I could fully feel that it's going to happen from a Rams standpoint. The only way that I think that could happen for the Rams is maybe on like a special teams aspect, like where, um, you know, block kick, you know, or something along those lines. I'm not sure if it's going to be a conventional pick six from Burrow to say like Jalen Ramsey or something along those lines. So, Jill, of the two quarterbacks, which one do you like more for a potential touchdown on Sunday? Is it Burrow or is it Stafford? Neither known as runners, but obviously either could, in the right situation, find their way to the end zone. Yeah, I think it's got to be Burrow. Uh, for me right now, uh, you can get them around plus 600, I believe, at BetMGM and uh, other places like that. So uh, for me, I think I'm going to be betting on him instead of Matthew Stafford, just based on the track record. I know that his knee was kind of – he was struggling to kind of maybe run a little bit at the start of the season. But we saw even in that AFC Championship game, when he has to run, he will. And he made some key third-down conversions with his legs. And – to me, I think right now at this standpoint, he still looks a lot more athletic than Matthew Stafford does, uh, even though he's coming off a knee injury from the previous season. So Joe Burrow is my long shot touchdown bet for this game, and he's going to be around plus 600 at most books. So that would be the one that I would grab. Okay, so as, as someone that focuses on this touchdown market, mm -hmm. how do you feel coming in? We have We keep hearing sharps are on the under. It opens 50. Comes down to 48 and a half. We'll see if the public pushes that number up a little bit. Uh, do you think there are going to be plenty of options? I, I, I you know, I'm just assuming that you, you find some of those higher scoring games and that's when you start to salivate because there could be some other ones. And if you want to share any other touchdown scores. Yeah. So this game is a little difficult because generally what I've been preaching all season is when I bet on touchdown scores, I'm generally going for guys over plus 200 or more because of how often I'm betting them, because uh, you need to be able to neutralize your chance of risk, but also maximize your ceiling of potential revenue. So if you're going to be betting on guys below plus 200, it could be kind of difficult or you have to limit your amount of bets. You might want to do one or only two. Now the Super Bowl, I think is the one game that you could kind of break that rule because a lot of the time people are more casual bettors and probably betting these markets. If you want to bet on Joe Mixon at minus 140, I'm not going to talk you, try to talk you out of that because to me, I don't consider what I would say like a minus EV bet because it's probably one of the few times that you were betting touchdown scores throughout the season. Whereas if you're doing it routinely betting minus 140s, you probably will not make money as a result of that. So my two favorite touchdown score props for this game are actually two guys below plus 200, and it's the secondary receivers. So I, let, I got Odell Beckham at plus 150, and I've got T. Higgins at plus 160. Now, Odell, touchdowns in six of 11 games with the Rams, 19 targets, 15 catches, and 182 yards over the last two games. 
if I mean, I know awesome Cooper Cup is, and he's getting a big chunk of the target share. But Odell Beckham to me is looking just like as if he was still in a Giants uniform, like from the second season. He just looks amazing. It's amazing what he can look like when he actually has a competent quarterback throwing to him, or a quarterback that actually has a little bit of talent from the arm standpoint. And then T. Higgins. The reason why I'm really high on T. Higgins to score a touchdown in this game is I think the Rams are going to win this game, but I'm just not fully trusting of whether or not I feel about the spread. But if you look at the last two playoff games, T. Higgins, 199 yards receiving, 13 catches, 19 targets. And the reason why I keep bringing up about the Rams potentially winning is in the games that the Bengals have lost, the last four games that they have lost, Higgins averaged 106 yards receiving per game. So Right now it's set at 68 and a half from a receiving yard standpoint for T Higgins. I like the over on his receiving yards and a touchdown. So T Higgins and Odell Beckham are my two favorite touchdown score bets for Super Bowl 56. I love the Higgins. Um, I'm curious your thought, because we were talking about the slow starts for the Bengals. Mm -hmm. Uh, What do you think about first scoring play for the Bengals to be a field goal? I mean, if, Anybody who's betting Evan McPherson for uh, Super Bowl MVP, that's what you're banking on. Um, I don't know if I would double down on that front. But again, that is kind of – I feel like in the Super Bowl, the the the, the analytics crowd, uh, they're not going to be able to get away with doing the fourth down type of stuff like that they were doing during the regular season. And, and I think they're going to try to be a little bit more cautious. They're going to take points. They're not going to try to go for it on fourth and two from the 25-yard line. They're going to take those points, especially with how reliable Evan McPherson has been this postseason. So uh, I do like it, especially because of how well the Rams red zone defense has been through so far through this postseason. But again, uh, I would think that would probably be the safe play, but sometimes then you just worry about if Jamar Chase is just going to catch one over the top. Like that's the one thing you you want to bank on it, but it's not a lock by any stretch. Jill, I'm I'm curious your thoughts as someone who who bets this and, and studies touchdowns probably more than anyone we talked to. We talked about a prop yesterday over under one and a half yards for the shortest touchdown in Super Bowl 56. And I think there's value on the over. You get plus money. I just, I mean, how many scores, you know, you get stopped inside the two and then you get it in. I just, I, I mm-hmm. think there's some value on the over that. What, what do you think? Over, under one and a half yard line for the shortest score in this game. We have two teams that like to throw the football. You could throw it from the 20, 30, five, six, like whatever. You don't need to be close. Um, and then the running games, uh, certainly we could get a rushing touchdown, but I think these teams will put it on their quarterback shoulders. I like the over there. What's your thought on that particular prop? I like the over, but I think at the same time, if you want to bet the under, you might as well just take both of the quarterbacks. I mean, because if you're thinking like at the one yard line, that's how Stafford scored both of his touchdowns in the postseason. That's how Burrow has scored a lot. Uh, He scored two touchdowns during the season. One of them was from the one yard line. Another one was a little bit more of a 10 to 15 yard scramble. Uh, So for me, I think that would be the kind of the play. I think the over is a decent bet, but I think if you feel like you want to bet the under and it's probably like, you know, minus 110, minus 120, just go after the value and bet on the quarterbacks to score both like plus 600 and plus 700, because that's the circumstance that's probably going to happen if they do score from a one yard line position. All right. Give us another prop bet that uh, you absolutely love for the Super Bowl. Absolutely. Well, for me, I love Matt Gay over seven and a half points. I think to me, that's the, my, like, I don't generally bet kicker props very often, but uh, in three playoff games, he scored 30 points and he has at least eight points in each of those games. And uh, for me, one of the reasons why I liked it is because he did miss a field goal in in each of the last two games, like a 47-yarder and a 54-yarder. 
but he still kicked the game-winning field goal in both of those games. So they still trust him. Uh, so I'm willing to give him a pass, you know, for those misses. Uh, also, the Rams, they've had 20 drives in opponent territory through three playoff games, and they were pretty good on that front during the regular season. And then, of course, you just look at Matt Gay's uh, history throughout the season, 32 of 34 from field goals. He only missed one extra point all year. Uh, I'd be shocked if this falls under seven and a half. So I've seen it right now around minus 110, minus 120. You may need to shop around to get the best line on that because I've seen it as high as minus 150 for over seven and a half. But I like Matt Gay over seven and a half points scored in Super Bowl 56. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another um, prop that's interesting, longest touchdown scored over 42 and a half yards. What do you think about that one? I think they have the personnel to do it. I think you have a guy like Van Jefferson and Cooper Cup and Jamar Chase and T. Higgins to a lesser extent. There's a lot of playmakers on this field. What I just worry about is which, like, I think I, as long as you can just bet on both sides, then that's cool. If you're trying to bet on longest touchdown for either Rams or Bengals, I'd be a little worried about trying to pick that because I can make a case for both sides. So I do like the over on that, Aaron. Jill, what's your feeling on how this thing plays out? First half, second half, um, you know, we've had a lot of Super Bowls recently, the last five, where nobody scored those first five minutes or so. Are you, are you thinking we're going to have a kind of a slower start and then the scoring kind of picks up as the game goes along? Take us through what kind of game script you're thinking we see on Sunday here. Sure. Well, I guess it depends on who gets the ball first, but if the Rams get the ball first, I think they're going down and they're scoring on the first drive. I just think that they have the kind of game script and the type of personnel that they can be able to kind of take over on this uh, Bengals defense, especially in the run game, because Cam Akers over two and a half receptions is one of my favorite props. Uh, and the Bengals are 28th in completions to running backs. And Cam Akers is going to be on the field. He's shown bursts in limited time, like being back, but he's still doubling the snaps on right now on Sony Michelle. So for me, I think the Rams are going to come out fast. I think they're going to probably put up points early, but then I think you're going to start to see a little bit of a crawl, maybe like a three and out here, maybe. And then before we know it, maybe looking at a 14, 10 half, or maybe even a 17, seven half. And then I think the Rams will be able to get a, maybe a couple more scores in the second half. So I just worry though, after those couple of scores in the second half from the Rams, are they just going to let up and then the borough comes in and gets the garbage time and then it ruins the full full game cover for the Rams. That's what I worry about and why I've been very hesitant to back the Rams at minus four and a half or maybe even get up to minus five by the time we get to kickoff. So that's kind of how I see it playing out. I think it's probably going to be three, four point game. And uh, yeah, I guess if that's the case, then I like the Bengals spread full game. Where are you on the interception props for both QBs? love love Matthew Stafford to throw an interception in this game uh Burrow I'm I'm not saying he won't uh, I mean he's had the history already this year of when he's going to do that plus I think his pass attempts are going to be way up if they're trailing so I think there is just opportunity for him to throw an interception especially in the fourth quarter if they have to kind of force it and make plays but Matthew Stafford for me I, I think at right now at minus 130 minus 140 depending on the book that you can get it at I think that's I hate to use this term, but I feel like it's free money. Um, the Bengals have forced six interceptions in three games. Now, we could talk about how much luck was involved for them to get to this stage, but you don't get six interceptions in three games just all fluke. Like, And Stafford led the league in interceptions. The odds have been moving all week. Like Stafford was around minus 120 when it opened, and now it just keeps crawling. 
as we get closer to kickoff. So for me, Matthew Stafford is – I prefer that one over Burrow, but I think both quarterbacks will probably throw an interception in this game just given the way that they throw the ball. Joe, you know – Go ahead, oh, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, no, sneak one more in. <laughs> all right. It's uh, all right, go for it. <laughs> well, right now, um, I don't know if you guys have been looking at the anthem props uh, for me, mm-hmm. but I feel like this time is completely out of whack. I'm seeing it as high as like my, as uh, minute 35, minute 40, and maybe I'm just too sucked in by Mickey Guyton's performance that she did at the Memorial Day, but that timed out at a minute 25, and mm-hmm. I'm just shocked that this time keeps going up. Uh, so – I mean, we might see another video or a leak or something like that come out in the next couple of days. But right now, I like, I'm just shocked that this time keeps going up and that the under is available at such a good price. Uh, yeah, I agree. We, we, we dove into the Mickey Guyton analytics last week. I mean, we're, we're with you on that. This is, this is feels like an under. Uh, Jill, we appreciate it. Good luck and enjoy Super Bowl 56. That was Jill Galan on the Roma Guest Line. Get a free online evaluation, ongoing care for all from the comfort of privacy of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash BetQL now to get $15 off your first month. That's GetRoman.com slash BetQL. Ed Fang of the Power Rank joins us next right here on the BetQL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily. Presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.